1: Right now, get up to 30% off at BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. Judy was boring. Hello. Then, Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com.
0: It's my little escape.
2: Now, Judy's the life of the party.
0: Oh, baby, Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy.
2: The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes.
0: chumba jumpercesto.com no purchase necessary void where prohibited by law 18 plus terms and conditions apply see website for details the man city show is backed for the season by lad brooks blue moon 37 38 39 40 41 42 43 44 oh, are you there sorry welcome to the man city show it's Nigel or back in the chair with me to discuss a dominant performance in a one-sided derby and the destruction of Shakhtar in the Champions League. I have three guests. We've got Gerald's daughter, we've got Sam and Charlie's dad and we've got Danny's wife. I mention Gerald because he, whenever you're on Sarah Messenger, he always features very highly and he's got some views I believe you want to share. Not now, but I understand Gerald does have some things to say. He certainly does. And you brought them with you.
1: Yeah, I have indeed.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, Charlie and Sam, both City fans, of course, travel home and away with you. Very much so. Listen every week, I believe. It they is do. That is the voice of Stato, Paul Denby. They certainly do. Welcome. And I know Danny likes a mention, doesn't he?
2: Oh, he'll be delighted.
0: That is the voice of the ever-popular Lisa Rabinovitz. Uh, the Man City Show is back for the season by Ladbrokes. Go to bet.citypodcast.net for all the latest odds and offers. Was that... Ladies and gent, the most one-sided derby you've ever experienced in your lifetime? Mm, Good
3: question. Mm. Possibly. um, It was more one-sided than the 6-1, actually. Uh, The 6-1 was only three late goals. I have been to matches, when we beat them 1-0 to win the league that season, 2012, just before the final couple of games, that was very one-sided as well. We absolutely annihilated them and they didn't do anything. But that's pretty close on the most one-sided I've seen in my lifetime and that's a fair number of derbies over the years.
0: There was a 4-0 or a 4-1 in the 70s as well at Main Road. <clears throat> I remember my uncle took me who's a, who's a big red, and, and I, I spent the next two years holding four fingers up to him every time I saw him. So it was four something, and that I felt was at the time I felt was pretty one-sided. It was a long time ago, and you yeah, really, could it also say
3: it. the, the five-one in nineteen eighty-nine, I think, was pretty one-sided. There, there
0: yeah. are games like that, but, but I think, Sarah, it's kind of the gulf now in, in class between the two sides that people are now recognising. I mean, there was a chasm, wasn't there, at the weekend?
1: Th- that's a word that's been used a lot, hasn't it, over from the pundits over the weekend. Um, um, it was it, it was a joy to watch. It was, in my view, we are streets ahead of them and we've kind of known it for a while, but it, it needed a game like that for it to be really evidenced, I think, as opposed to judging, say, our performance against Burnley vis-a-vis their performance against Bournemouth or whoever, whoever they happen to be playing, to see us together um, and to know that uh, the way we play the speed at which we play and the quality we've got all over the part just sort of puts them to shame. Nothing could give me greater pleasure, to be honest.
0: Excellent. What would you like to add, Lisa Rabinovitz? You look, you've look, you got a smile on your face, which just doesn't happen every time you walk into the studio.
2: That's not fair or true. Um, <laughs> recently, I've been smiling a lot. Um, I, it's, it's bizarre because I think it's just me being very fearful of us doing something stupid. I still didn't... It wasn't until afterwards that I think I appreciated quite how much better we had been than they were because I was just constantly, especially at 2-1, I was just worried something was going to go terribly wrong. Um, but I think the thing that they should be most worried about, or not, maybe they shouldn't care, but I don't think we're at our best yet. Mm.
0: Mm. And people, people say we're not out of third gear yeah. and so on. It's it's frightening. We're, we're playing without De Bruyne as well, and I'm not quite sure where he fits in when he comes back, but that's maybe another question for later on, but uh, we, we, we don't seem to be out of third gear, we, we seem to be doing it with great ease and, and with little effort, it just it is absolutely fabulous to watch. It is phenomenal and fantastic to watch,
3: the question that some people are asking is, are we better than last season? Very difficult to say at the moment We are, right? we are, come on,
0: of course Why? Why? we are better than last year, let me
3: put that well, to, to you, t- we're t-
0: absolutely t- better than last year
3: We are playing football in third gear, whereas last year I think we were in fourth gear. Therefore, why aren't we in fourth gear? What is holding us back? Why don't we go out? We've annihilated a lot of teams this season. Why isn't Pep pushing that bit further? He always wants 101%, if you can have such a thing. He always wants us to murder teams if we can. Therefore, he should be pushing them to get 101 points this season and score 107 goals this season. So, if we're not quite out of third gear... Why aren't we out of third gear? What is holding us back a bit? It's not a criticism. It's a question as to why I'm not certain that we are better than last season. We're certainly on a par. We've conceded fewer goals. And we're on a par, but why not?
1: See, I'm not sure I agree that we're in third gear. I think it's a combination of two things. One is, because because we're so good, we've kind of got used to playing like that. So it doesn't stand out in the way that it stood out last season. It's it's how we play. So I, I think it's quite difficult to say we're playing in third gear. Secondly, City are not a blood and thunder team. So we can win 6-0 and go, we didn't get out of third gear. If it had all been end-to-end, really, you know, hair and scare kind of football, I think we would think that that was a higher gear than it actually is. I think there's something kind of quite calm about the way they play, which misleads us into thinking that this is we've got two more gears to go.
0: Lisa, help me here. Listen, we're battering teams six. We've just beaten Stretford out of sight. We are on track to beat the records. If we can, we're not conceding goals. Our defence is even better than it was. It, come on, stick with me here and, 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 and argue against these two. We are looking better than we were last, this time last year. Come on. It's a yes, isn't it? I've already
2: it? said that. I think we are looking better than Thank we you. were last
0: season. Listen to Lisa.
2: But it doesn't mean anything.
0: Sorry to um, burst your bubble. <laughs> no, you burst my bubble as much as you like. Uh, but, but my question I it, do
2: think we're better than we were last season, yeah.
0: But does that mean we're going to break some more records then? We're going no, to that's what
2: I mean. It doesn't mean anything. It doesn't mean we're going to break anything. Sarah?
1: I, I obviously didn't say what I meant to say very well because I think we are better than last okay. season. I just didn't say it as clearly as... clearly as You needed, you needed me to. Him. It's just, just him. It's just, it's just him. him. It's
3: just Demby. You're wrong, Denby. <laughs> it's, it's a matter of opinion. And there's no right or wrong. You can call me wrong if you wish, but it's all, all a matter of opinion. <laughs> Always getting all and, now. And, and, and at, the, suppose... at the end of the day, we've got, we're have got we only two points ahead of Liverpool. Yeah. And therefore... But
0: they've got better, have they? They're buying the league, aren't they? We've said that. They've gone out there. Who would do, who would do that? Spent yeah. well, millions Well, It's
3: interesting. Liverpool and Tottenham are having their best ever starts at the Premier League. Chelsea have had their joint best start to the Premier season. We have not had our best, and yet we're still two points clear at the top of the table. It's a positive. I'm not certain as to that we are playing better than we were last season. Because it was so good last season. We, we've got two points more than we had at this stage last season. Well, that's only a win versus a draw, so it's, not, it's, it's negligible. It's better, though, isn't it? Yeah, it's, but it's still negligible. It's, not, it's nothing to run home about. It's not as if we could do that much better because we'd only drawn one at this stage last season. Now we've drawn better two. Though better, though. So two, two points, points, w-
0: so two points better. No, two no, points yeah. worse. Well,
3: Sorry, did I yeah. say better? I mean, you two points worse. In which case, there's my answer. More worse go. than last season. That's all right, then.
0: You're right, then. I'm wrong. That's it. Thanks for listening. <laughs> so, what does Gerald I want to know? What Gerald wants? I, I'm really keen to hear what Gerald has to say because I because I, I look forward to this every time you're on. What what's what's because Mares normally features. He
1: does. Anybody so else? He, he could barely contain his joy when he got back from the match. And uh, in fact, he, I. Rang my mum, because my sister's not well at the moment, so I was speaking to my well, mum about... But we wish about, you were, everybody yeah, for the matter. What's good, her name? yeah, Geraldine. Geraldine, we yeah, wish you were. We she's wish a, you love. she's we, a love. Like she's married her. to a Scouser as well. But oh, dear. A red Scouser, so, yeah. Oh, dear. Yeah. Actually, I'm not that bothered. But actually, but other than that, that she's made care. good choices in life. Um, anyway, <laughs> <laughs> so I'm, you know, as you do, checking on the well-being of my lovely sister, and I could hear my dad in the background, put her on, put her on. So my mum eventually hands the phone over... Uh, He said, "What do you think of that, sir?" So I said, "I thought it was fantastic, great, great performance." Blah blah blah. He said, "I've just got to say." He said, "That Bernardo is is a good player. I like Bernardo." So I said, "Oh, I said, what what is it about Bernardo that you now like? He didn't like?" Well, I I, it took me a while, but he's he's nippy. Is I I said, "I love the way he always fights for the ball." So Bernardo is now he's all right. He's he's all right. He's on the good list. Um, Mares is okay. Oh, okay. but OK is better than a waste of space yes, was so Mahrez is, is in third gear he's clearly got two more to go <laughs> but um, I just thought you'd want to know that Bernardo and Mares are winning him over yeah. he's not convinced about Mendes defending which I know Lisa will be pleased to hear um, and Edison messing about messing yeah. about giving away penalties but Overall,
0: uh, overall, an improvement.
1: There. An improvement, so, yeah. So and it's a better. hard taskmaster, so as better, you know. They're better. They're better. They they're they're better. better. There yes. You go. So listen,
0: let's talk about your mate, Mr. Mendy, then back up, back on the surgeon's table. Right knee, I think last time. Left knee this yeah. time. Doesn't sound like major surgery. A bit of a, a tweak. I don't know what he's gone on, but uh, he's uh, he's out. He's, he's he's not looked great, has he? Last last couple of games, to yeah, be fair. Maybe he's, he's
2: been carrying an injury. Yeah, maybe. Um. I didn't want him to get injured. I mean, he makes me uncomfortable and nervous, but I think we can cope with him there in certain games. So now we've got, we're back to what we had last season. So let's just hope Delph can stay fit.
0: The England captain.
2: The England captain Delph. I mean, you know, I love Delph, so I'm, why for him it, that he's England I saw and a headline. I'm pleased to, he'll be playing again. I saw more, a headline
0: but, that the, the reasons why. And I have to say, I haven't even read it. So, so I don't know, you, you will have done. What What is it Southgate? He's played, what, 17 England games? He's not a regular in City's first team. And I'm genuinely asking this out of interest. What, what did Southgate say? What were the reasons that he, he gave for he him He says he's a captain? leader. Yeah.
2: He's a leader in the dressing room. I think, you know, anyone who watched um, All or Nothing will see, you know, straight talking. It's yeah. just the basics i'm not even going to try and do an no, no, accent. No so. i please. would have done we're had i not no, been on no, it no, don't go there um yeah. yeah the basics that's what he kept saying is the well it's great
0: for him no i'm
2: really pleased for him
0: it's brilliant to have a yeah. man city player as the captain but him personally because he's was very much a fringe player obviously because of mendy's injury gives him a chance do, do you go with Delft? do you do, do you have sinchenko in that place how, how do you how do you see that that, seem, Danilo's another option at fullback.
3: Yeah, I think Delft's first choice at that position but it depends on the opposition and Zinchenko is a great stand-in as well don't get me wrong not a first-rate defender but none of our three left-backs if you <laughs> look at them are first-rate defenders Mendy's fantastic going forward as we've all said defensive-wise, not sure Zinchenko is more of a left midfield as is Delph so we're putting players out of position in there last season both Delph and Zinchenko
0: did a fantastic job while Mendy was out so no complaints all right um, so, should we just talk a little bit more about the game then, talking about the the derby in particular, um, and we will come on to the forty four pass goal at the end, which was just breathtaking, and uh, I know we all enjoy that at the time. It was just just amazing to be there and see that. And uh, but but in terms of prior to that, I mean, Silva is scoring goals. I mean, I, I've. People have said he's the greatest player ever to play in a Man City show. And I have to say, and, and, and he probably won't thank me for this, but my mate Roger, who I have a season card next to, uh, known him all my life, he comes on this show occasionally. And he said to me, he's a, an amazing, just like me, Colin Bell fan. For us, Colin Bell is the man. We're old enough to remember that. But he actually said to me during the game, during the derby, he turned to me and said, you know what, David Silver, I think, has just trumped. Colin Bell as the greatest player ever to play for, which is quite something coming from uh, Mr. Reid, who is uh, something of a football expert. So so your, your thoughts, I know, I think you, Stato, did see Colin play, Bell, but you, Lisa and... Uh, Sarah, you clearly didn't. But your thoughts on David Silva? He's he's added goals to his game as well, which I think has made a big difference. That was my one criticism of him. Up until the season, he didn't have enough goals in him. That's a long way of getting to the point. But your your thoughts on him? He's he's out of this world, isn't he?
1: He, He's an absolutely brilliant footballer. And I have one signed City shirt on my wall at home, in a frame, and it's David Silva's. Amazing. And and I've had it for five years, so I'm, I'm claiming now that I knew five years ago what a brilliant footballer he was, but um, you're right, the, lab, the, the fact that he didn't score goals prevented him being immediately considered in the kind of, particularly, say, the Lampard class. Yeah. Actually, he's a better footballer than Frank Lampard, but he didn't, and, he, and Lampard was a good footballer, but he didn't score the goals, and, and for those, and you you know, other than the amazing pass he did in the 6-1 demolition, the Volleyed pass, yeah. Some of the assists I think get lost, and if you don't have the goals, it, it detracts, I think, from your reputation. It's a scandal that he's not in the team of the year every season. <laughs> he will be this season,
0: yeah.
1: I think, even based on what he's done in the first three months, he'd have to have a disaster. Well, them. they
0: vote for it yeah. in November anyway, don't they? Yeah. anyway, so they'll vote <laughs> He'll, he'll, be, he'll in
1: be in there, there. he's an amazing footballer.
0: That's you you be, saw you saw Colin Bell. Didn't I you? saw Colin Bell. Uh, yeah, it's very difficult. They're
3: a different type of player as well. Bell was a box to box midfielder, could head, which David Silver can do, but it's not it's not his strength. Bell was not a dribbler like Silver is. He, his control was fantastic. His power was fantastic. He was nicknamed the because he could keep going ninety minutes or ninety five minutes until he got that horrible injury, and he was an all round football. They're different ty- types. It's very difficult to compare. You know, you're back a generation before Bell and other people would say lots of d- different players as well sure. were there. And I know it's difficult, it? and, and so, I realise
0: that, but it, it's a good debate to have. And if you had to come down on one side of it, I'm going to push you here. You you know, you saw them both. Um, my mate Roger is going David silver uh, I'll declare my hand in a moment, but but yours, Paul, if, you, if I had to push you... I'm still with I'm going,
3: King Colin for the moment, but I think David Silver is... Very, very close. He's certainly number two in my lifetime. Yeah,
0: I'm, I'm with you. And whether it's just because of nostalgia and age and stuff, but Colin Bell was something very special. But I'll, I'll, I'll start glazing over soon and getting wet between my legs and all sorts of stuff, which I probably shouldn't do. Lord, move on swiftly. Yeah, <laughs> indeed. Um, so, what a Lisa, <laughs> pull yourself together. You might
2: have to come back to me. I'm
0: yeah? scared for all life. All right. all right. We'll get you a glass. We'll get Lisa yeah, glass joking, water. I'm so was I. You've met okay. me before, haven't you? Yes. Yeah. So silver, do you want to do your bet on silver, or have we, have we done that no, to that's death? That's all right. I think. Well, back Aguero? you start with Aguero because he he scored the second. And
2: uh... I think you talk about how silver's never in the team of the year. I mean, what did Aguero make it last season for the first time? I mean, it's just ridiculous. His scoring record is unbelievable. I. He he is just such a fantastic player. That goal was just brilliant. I've, so and his hair i mean what can you say well, what, i think he just wanted th- to be another silver
0: ah so he, is that what it is yeah
2: can't think of what else he dyes her gray
0: no I, I think we should I, I suspect he's starting to get a few gray hairs uh which might happen to you and i paul someday as well you know i know and uh possibly he uh he tries to just hide them all i don't know what do you reckon
1: I think it looks. I think it looks great. little like silver it. fox. I quite like yeah, it. I quite as quite well. like it. Yeah, I think he looks <laughs> brilliant. He looks brilliant. <laughs> He's a good looking I love boy. The, I love the
2: way people keep saying it's blonde. I'm like, it's really no, not it blonde. Yeah. He looks great.
0: So let's listen. Let's talk about this goal then. Let's talk about this goal, Lisa. Come on, 44 passes at the time. I kind of said to Roger, who's featuring quite a lot in this podcast this week, I said, "How many passes was that straight away?" Because it just it was magical. Yeah. It was wonderful. I was
2: very thankful for twitter for telling me how many passes because yeah. everyone around me was like how, how many how was that, many was that? <laughs> <laughs> it was unbelievable I mean I just I've had to watch it several times again because although it seemed amazing at the time I just don't think I quite grasped how much it had been passed around everyone and oh, it was just unbelievable and that but so the, the calmness with which Gundogan finished it as well it was brilliant
0: well, he didn't, didn't have many people around him, to be fair, did he?
2: No, but plenty of people f- still managed to fluff the lines at that point, And I think he, yeah, it was just a great end to a great move.
0: And it's the fact that they didn't look like even trying to get the ball off us. I don't know, it sounds ridiculous. I don't know, if they still had a chance, a breakaway goal, they could have gotten themselves up put Nick to point. It was only 2-1 at the time. But, and I'm not taking anything away from the skill and, and, and the sheer brilliance of it, but but... Stretford didn't seem to be pushing particularly and didn't seem that interested at that point. who cares,
1: just... really? But I mean, that was highlighted, wasn't it? The, the, the lack of a press when they're 2-1 down in a game against their rivals uh, that could result in them going 12 points behind us as opposed to, say, a six-point gap or even maintaining the nine-point gap. Um, it was an amazing goal. The, it, to go back to what we were saying earlier about whether they're in third gear, fourth gear, whatever... If you think about that goal and the, the majesty of keeping the ball that long, involving nearly every player in the team, and then almost the simplicity of the end of it, vis-a-vis some of the goals that win goal of the season, where it's kind of quite fast counterattacking, four passes with a nice back heel at the end, somebody flicks it in and everybody goes, oh, wow, what a goal. Fast football gets much more attention than, than the kind of sometimes side-to-side, backwards-and-forward stuff we play. I think we're now sophisticated as City fans enough to know that this is what Guardiola does. You move the ball, you move the ball, you move the ball and you create the space. And in the end, Matic was that dizzy from all the kind of backwards, forward, side to side that he completely forgot that there might be somebody behind him.
0: But you make a great so, point about goal of the season. That, In my view, there has to be something very special. But there's going to be some screamer from 25 yards that wins it or or an overhead kick or whatever. But actually, that sort of goal pull for me, that's that's... That is yeah. what football's all about. And as Sarah said, you know, it's about just the pressing and the passing and the moving and waiting for the gap and just not letting them get the ball. It was just magical. It, it was. And I think it's on BBC Match of the
3: Day, I heard the... I think it was Guy Mowbray who was a commentator. And he said after about 20, 25, maybe 30 passes, if this results in a goal, this will be a fantastic... Or something, I can't remember the exact words. And when we scored, he was sort of in, in raptures as as he led himself to into. It was a fantastic Or Whether wins goal of the season, I always think those team goals are better than screamers. Yeah. Screamers, for every one that goes in the top corner of the net, three or four go two, three, four, five yards over. So there is an element of luck in that, whereas there's no luck in the play. The thing that takes it a little bit away from them, as we've just talked about, was the lack of press from the opposition. Yeah. There were two, three, four, five times, I didn't count exactly, where the players had to shimmy, move the ball fairly quickly. But you I think the, that's the, fair, yeah. So that just detracts a little bit from the, the marvellous 44 passes. He's still got to do it, and all the balls, particularly the, the ball into the centre of Gundogan to then actually score the goal, was brilliant play.
0: Yeah. Can we also just talk about Edison as well? Because we, we've we talked a couple of weeks ago about what books should he read while he's being bored, and, and clearly what we've suggested hasn't worked, because he's just bored, and he, and he comes out and... Uh, He's given away a couple of penalties, and we haven't given away that many goals this year. I think he's given away half half the goals of been through him coming out and mistiming his uh, his lunges. So uh, maybe we we should send him a book, and get, or, or not? What's what's going on? Well,
2: if he was reading a book, he wouldn't have come out to lunge at the foot of the player. So yeah, so get him a book. But a book. I yeah. think it's fairly simple. Don't do it. <laughs> it doesn't. The instructions aren't any more complicated than that. He had apps. He really had no need to. I think he, I couldn't, well, the, the one against Southampton was closer to me, so I could see it more easily. So I thought it looked like I could understand that one a bit more. But the the United one, I just, I don't know why he was doing that. No
0: idea. Board shouldn't be doing it. I mean, but I think Lisa's right. Both of them, he didn't, it wasn't necessary to be that far out. But maybe that's just the sort of player he is, isn't he? He's, he's that sort of keeper, isn't he? Oh,
3: Guardiola's got to turn around to him and say, don't do that again. That's, you can't afford to. Fine, we won both matches, 6-1 and 3-1, but the one where it got back to 2-1 gets all our hearts racing, the palpitations, the same as it was a season ago. So we didn't need to do it. Guardiola needs to put to one side and say, think about what you're doing because we can't afford to give silly penalties away. On that note, we're <laughs>
0: going to take a quick break.
1: The Man City Show is lubricated by
0: Watney's Pale Ale. Watney's Pale Ale. The Man City Show, Beer of the Month. The Man City Show is backed for the season by Ladbrooks. Welcome back. Uh, Mr Demby wants a drink. Hold on a second. Just poured that all over the floor. <laughs> mm. Thank you to our sponsors, uh, Watneys. Thank you to our sponsors, Watneys, for making me completely wet through now. So, uh, what, I certainly <laughs> accounts. <laughs> was
1: a permanent podcast. Premoni- I, am, a a now premoni- wet, sp- I yeah. am
0: now wet between the legs, but thanks <laughs> to Watneys rather than anything else. Uh, welcome back. Gosh, try and pull yourself together. Uh, should we talk about Shakhtar the next as well? All right. Because... Uh, Let's just remind ourselves, they won their league. This is not you know, the FA Cup, you know, fifth round against a League Two side. This is the Champions League, and we demolished them 6-0. And I don't think, again, we've necessarily got the credit that we deserve for this. Um, you know, it was not a dead rubber, as some people have suggested, and I thought we were absolutely outstanding. Again, this is... I'm going back to what I said before. I just think we are playing the most exquisite football. So you're either nodding or falling asleep. Uh, I'm really not sure which one it is, In actually. In your
1: company, Nigel, never. Um, I So uh, I think we... It, it was a really good performance. A couple of observations. One, I think, as, as ever on Champions League nights, if another of the English teams that's playing gets a good re- what's seen as a good result... Um, they get a lot of the credit which I can't remember which game it was we played when Spurs won 3 What I think maybe it was the Napoli game and Spurs beat Real Madrid and we, didn't, we got hardly any credit for the 4-2 win at Napoli which was shocking uh, so the fact that Stretford beat Juventus with a fluky final couple of goals I think slightly overshadowed that because then they all were wittering on about how United were back now under Mourinho and it was all going to be fine Um Secondly, Shakhtar Donetsk don't travel very well, so I think we need to take that into account. They don't have a brilliant track record in playing in England. But all of that said, a 6-0 win in the Champions League is a great result. So, Well, well you know, said.
0: I'm, I'm with you. I'm, I always agree with you, to be honest. It's only, <laughs> it's only Stato I don't agree with. Most well, of. I have to correct You're, you. you it, it wasn't 6-0. What do you mean it wasn't 6-0? No, according to the Sun, it was
3: 5-0. Go on. Because the Sterling... Penalty win was knocked off, according to The Sun. Shouldn't have counted. He should have stood up, owned up that he fell over his own legs, and told the referee that not toward the penalty. That was per The Sun. So, according to that, they should have also had the headline a few weeks back, Wolves nil, Man City won, because their players
0: should have owned up to handballing into the net. And I think Pep also referred to the Liverpool goal as well, didn't he, in the last... Year? I mean, there's, there's dozens of. them. Of course. Who, who was the goalkeeper who pulled the, pulled the ball from behind the line as well? Carroll against Tottenham. Exactly, Carroll uh, against for, Tottenham. Yeah. A million, loads of Of examples. course so. not. And,
3: uh, and the thing is, is this an anti-City feeling or also this anti-Sterling agenda that seems to be in certain parts of the press and whether it's a just against city or against sterling i think that sterling bears a brunt of loads of stuff that goes on in the press it's outrageous
2: yeah i mean it's just ridiculous and even when they you think they're starting to treat him a bit better then they they're just looking they're just waiting for anything and just pounced on it most of the former professional footballers that i've heard talk about this have said they wouldn't have said anything either so I mean, quite frankly, I'd rather listen to their opinion, not always. But they're the ones who may have been in a situation like that, not the son. And it's just a bit silly, really. I mean, he didn't claim a penalty. No one was asking for it. It was just, I mean, it was totally ridiculous. And obviously, if it happened the other way and that had been against us, I think we'd all been absolutely furious about it. But it's not
0: the player's fault. Uh, well, I think you make the point. I think, you know, I'm not one for, for criticising referees, and I'm not necessarily criticising this referee. What I'm saying is that, actually, all the press has been about Sterling rather than it being a refereeing mistake. That, that's yeah. what the story is. <laughs> there has been a terrible error by not just the referee. We know there's 23 of them out there. There's man-to-man marking, as I said often before. There's these two guys on the line, yeah. Um, there's the fourth official, there's the the... Two assistants, the referee in the middle. It, you know, there are so many of them out there now. I'm not quite sure how that error occurred, and that's what the headline should be, not the fact that, that I'm wondering. Actually, because I think was it one nil? Did that make we went two mm-hmm. nil up? Did we? So it was yeah. one nil at the time. I was so one nil made, at the time. I'm wondering. Let's just say it was five nil. Let's say it was 5-0, because people say, oh, it's obviously an easy game against Shakhtar. And you're always going to, you know, they don't travel well. Well, you're always going to win that fixture. If it was 5-0, would the lad have behaved differently? I know we can't, we can't answer that question, but I just wonder that, whether in that well, situation he might have said, well, this game is absolutely definitely won. There At 1-0, it's not definitely won, is it?
3: Oh, no, of course it isn't. Uh, and, but there's so many of these incidents that never get picked up on as well. Like Milner last season against Liverpool in Champions League, he didn't go around to the referee and said, actually, that came off me, you should award the goal, did he?
2: And Thierry is Henry it? didn't ho- own up a- a to handballing handball or... yeah. and, yeah. and, yeah. and to the back of so the So it's, it's a, a little it? crap. It's
1: an absolute it's nonsense. And, and the reality is, if um, I think the media that do have an agenda against City and particularly against Sterling were really... Annoyed that Sterling didn't appeal for the penalty because then they could have labelled him a cheat. So they yeah. couldn't. They couldn't go down the cheat route. Yeah. So they go down the you're lacking in moral fibre because you didn't own up to something. Which, as uh, you know, everyone else has just said. We we could we could run a four hundred hour program on the number of instances where somebody should or shouldn't have owned up to something. Mm-hmm. Ashley Young when he chopped Aguero in the uh, derby last season that would have been a nice one if he put his hand up to that, wouldn't it? So the whole thing's a nonsense. Um, and actually. Actually, just to pick up on the anti-Sterling agenda, the Suns' headline after the Derby win, not that I read the Sun, I hasten to add, was um, showboat mm. so, or show-offs or something like that. So, it, again, focused on Sterling showboating at the end. Um, irrespective of whether Guardiola was telling him to keep control of his legs. Showboating, Mr Ronaldo was the king of it. There's lots of stuff on Twitter about how he would showboat at the end of games. Nobody made a fuss about it then. It was almost like it was an, a team that's that good is entitled to do whatever they want at the end of the game.
2: The thing that's so bizarre about that, the whole thing about showboating, is even a lot of United fans weren't making a fuss about it. It's just all this stuff hyped up just to...
0: You've got a problem with it, Paul? I mean, you're quite, uh, forgive me, but you're quite old-fashioned in terms of your, and I mean that in, in, a, in a genuine, actually, a genuine way, in terms of your, your views on football. You know, you're, you're quite a conservative, if, if, if that makes sense. You're, your view of that, honestly, forget it was Sterling, a player, a team beating their rivals, is it acceptable? Is that OK? Are you happy with that? Is that good? Do you quite enjoy that? Rubber I nose. loved
3: every minute of it, but... <laughs> But I, do, but I do see the, the, the minor issue with it that Pep has to go over to him and say, "Really, you shouldn't do it." I, I, as a blue, you're going to love it, but I can understand why perhaps he shouldn't have done
0: it in those circumstances. Uh, but I wonder, you know, I wonder whether Pep actually was saying that to him. Mm. You know, he's got to be seen yeah. to be I suspect I, he wasn't. There.
2: I think Pep said, I think he said uh, that he that he'd said something to him to prevent someone else jumping on it. Yeah, I'm sure that's be- right. Um, to be honest. Was it any worse than what Bernardo, was it Bernardo and Walker did? Was it Bernardo? Uh, uh, Old Trafford last season? Yeah, in the corner. In the corner? Was well. yeah. What was, was it? I mean, that was, that was equally was. It hilarious. Was. It probably was, but
1: actually. The so thing that's sure hilarious about all of this is that, you know, one matter goes up to him at the end and pokes him in the back and goes, don't you for a showboat in front of me. And if he put the same effort into actually <laughs> slam, <laughs> slamming in, I mean, to be frank, that's what the Roy Keynes of this world would have done. They'd have gone and,
0: Taking, Sh- him out, yeah, they're yeah. taking
1: him out I'm not Fly advocating high. that we don't want Raheem injured but it, you know that's yeah. part of football
0: it is uh, we've got a few questions actually as well before, before we close um, George my mate George uh, has asked the question about do we need to strengthen the squad uh, clearly we've now got uh, an injury to Mendy. Uh, we know that KDB's on his way back. But but any gaps, when the when the transfer window opens again, we're kind of looking, it's just above the horizon. Do, do, do we need to strengthen my mate George wants to know?
2: I don't know. I think we might need another left back. I, I just feel it is a bit of a vulnerable position. But
3: I'm OK on the left back, because I think, as I said earlier on, our two reserved, Delphin and Sinchenko, did reasonably well, well, did very well last season. I I do worry about Fernandinho getting injured still. And that's the one place that we did try and strengthen in the summer and we didn't get the player that we wanted. He went to Chelsea. Um, So that's the one place. If Fernandinho got injured for two, three months or whatever, uh, I'd be a bit concerned. Particularly if
0: Del's filling in at left back at the time. Yeah,
3: (laughs) I mean, you talk of Stones filling in there, but then you destroy the Stones-Laporte centre-back pairing, which is working so well for us on the whole. So...
0: That's my concern. That actually raises another question as well, which we've also been asked on Twitter, which is about Danilo and possibly filling in at centre midfield. And, and should we be playing him more there? is the question we've been asked. Does that In make the Fernandinho sense? role? Well, yeah. Yeah, I suppose in games, rest him more, and, and that's what he's been brought in. We tend to, when we play him, we play him at fullback. I think, is the, is the question. And actually, should he not be, was he not actually recruited as a, a defensive midfielder?
1: It's really hard to say, because if you'd said to us all, if we sat here 18 months ago and somebody had said, we'll have Delph as left-back for most of the season and we'll win the league by 19 points and... You know, break every record going. We'd have all thought, yeah, you're, you're having and a then laugh. And then there'll be England and then, captain. And then there'll be England <laughs> captain. So there's part of me that's reluctant to poo-poo any suggestion as to where somebody could be put into the team. If Pep thinks they can do it, that's good enough for me. Um, I do. I agree with Paul. We need. I, we definitely need another defensive midfielder that can go. Because you know, as, as many people have observed, we're building now a team on their early to mid twenties that could go on to play together for five or ten years. That Fernandinho role is the one role where you don't see who's going to succeed him. So we need we need that, but I I I wouldn't I wouldn't have any qualms about Danilo going in the centre midfield. The only thing I would say as well is that the analysis they did of what Fern, the way Fernandinho played on match of the day and his distribution, his tackling, his shooting, etc. etc. are hard pushed to find somebody who can do all of that.
0: Yeah. It, it just reminds me of another question actually so I'm I'm, I'm going back to the Stretford game if I can because I'm allowed to because I've got the mic here in front of me and that's kind of this combi- at the moment this combined sort of city Stretford 11 sort of so I suppose it's easier to say are there any players in that Stretford lineup that would trump any of ours some people might argue that Edison might be trumped by their keeper I'm not sure about that myself no. it, it, so and would it be literally 1-11 to 11, all sky blue players then Lisa is, is that really, can you think of any player who played in that in that game, that would actually make a, a combined eleven. Certainly
2: not on the performance on the day, and the the De Gea Edison question. If you're playing, if the rest of the side is a City side, well, you pick Edison because we needed you'd need distribution. So, I mean, De Gea is a is a good goalkeeper,
0: but paul any any thoughts on it any any of them who might just i mean Trump any city t- t- taking
3: blame? my blue glasses off if i uh, i 'd say there 's a couple of you 'd hate to and Edison not this season but over a period of time de Gea has been let 's be honest he 's been a brilliant goalkeeper he 's the one person that 's probably saved United several times and got them to the position of even being second albeit a long way behind us so he's a great goalkeeper the other players who Who would you have in? I'll kind of phrase it a little bit differently. Who would we consider that would be good enough to get in our squad and challenge for a position? You'd say at the moment, a Rashford or a Marshall are decent players, they're good players. I'm not sure they'd get in our team, but they'd certainly be good squad players. I can't think beyond that, because their midfield is very static. It's a big team. We don't play with big players. Mm-hmm. You know, they've got Matic, they've got Pogba, they've got Kaku, they've got... He's enormous, got he, Fellaini. 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 They're not our style of players, so sure. none of them would there. But the skillful players, the Rashfords and Marshalls, the quick players, potentially would be good squad players. That's about as far as I would go. You know, I'd
1: have De Gea as backup to Edison. I wouldn't have him instead of him, but he's an <laughs> improvement on Claudio. Yeah. And I'd probably have Marshall as a squad player. I'm actually not not convinced by Rashford, so I. I he, he could flourish and be brilliant under PET, but at the moment, I'd only take Martial and De Gea as squad players.
0: There was one great question that we were asked. I'm not going to ask you. It was more a comment rather than a question, which is about the whole thing about Fellaini and thinking about what uh, Jose said about uh, Fellaini. You know, if, he, if he'd played for 30 minutes, it would have been far better. as an impact sub rather than playing the 90s. So I think it was more a comment uh, rather than anything else. Should we talk about Manuel then? Your mate Manuel... We're going to see him, aren't we, next week? International oh, yeah. break. Then we're, he's, he's managing right. West Ham United now, just to remind you. He, he,
2: yes, and he's rebuilding City mm. at West Ham United.
0: <laughs> so we're going to go there and take our binoculars and see if we can yeah. see the pitch. It's which I didn't you. enjoy I said, I no, that's it. It's awful. If you remember, last year, I had to be told that we'd we'd scored. I'd, I'd missed the yeah, fact that we'd scored. There was a noise, me. but yeah. it, was, it was so far <laughs> I seriously, it was so far unrealized we'd scored. Uh, terrible. Anyway, that's m- more for my optician to talk to me about rather than anything else. I suspect. So go on. So think thoughts about. Um, I say, we got this stupid international break, which we hate. We know. Okay. So it's the following weekend against West Ham.
2: They are, I think, better than they were last season. West Ham, but we should be able to beat them. I just, I hate saying it. I feel like I say this every week now. And I feel really arrogant saying it. we go it. out and win 6-1. I don't know that it will be 6-1, but we should have enough to beat West Ham and that includes our mate Zab. So, although I don't know if they've signed in time, perhaps he'll show us all what we're missing. I have no idea.
0: That could be interesting, couldn't it?
2: It could be very interesting
3: the San Nazare is not going to be match fit I no I have wouldn't have until that. January anyway I think, is, is right? I think oh is think it it yeah, okay. doesn't yeah.
1: finish until January
0: right, right. Okay. so your thoughts then Sarah that, uh, not this weekend but the following weekend West Ham
1: should. well I'm confident we'll win that uh, West Ham are better I think than their results have suggested this season so they won't be a pushover but if they come out to play that usually suits us um, and I will say this, I don't think Pellegrini ever got the credit he deserved for what he did at City. I mean, he did in the, his first season what Conti did. And, I mean, Conti. you know, I was waiting for him to get a knighthood and a statue outside Stamford Bridge as everybody lauded how amazing he was. Well, that's what he... Pellegrini won us the league and the... Uh, League Carabao, whatever they, call, whatever, up, up, yeah, whatever they call it, yeah, whatever they call it. In his first season, because he, he lacks charisma, he's not good, You know, he's not, he's not, he's not first on your guest list for a, you know, a raucous party, is he, Manuel? But uh, well, he might be on yours, but he's not on mine. Um, <laughs> um, but he, he he was a he was a good manager for City. He was a good manager. He did a, a great job between Bobby and uh, Pep, as I call them.
0: Indeed. <laughs>
3: I agree, and I know not everybody agrees on that. I think he did a decent job. He won the league and the League Cup, so good luck to him. I hope he does well with West Ham, other than obviously when they play us. I'm confident that we'll beat them, you
2: know, a team
3: like West Ham. Give us a prediction.
0: 3-0. 3-0, Sarah?
2: 4-1. Lisa? I was going to say 4-1.
0: Yeah, I'm going 4-0. It's been a huge pleasure. I want to thank particularly... Uh, this week, Gerald, Sam and Charlie and Danny, for allowing us to have Sarah, Paul and Lisa with us. This is Nigel Rothman saying thanks for listening and we'll talk to you all very soon. This is a Playback Media production. To listen to all our football podcasts visit playbackmedia.co.uk The Man City show is backed for the season by Ladbrokes.
1: Sports Social Podcast Network.
2: It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash.